What's good, you guys? It's your boy Japan Nation coming to you from right here on hashtag Verse TV. Make sure you guys like, share, and comment. I'm proud to walk in it. I talk about it all the time. You know what I'm saying? Like it's nothing new. But then at the same time, it also gives people a glimpse or an open mind to. What's up, guys? It's your boy Troy Music Man. If you hear my voice, you know what that means. It's time. For all the tea with Verse TV right here. In the building today, you know, we always have somebody special, but somebody very special today. In the building, we got my bro and my good friend, my best friend, Japan Nation. What's good? <laughs> What's good, everybody? It's your boy. You know, it's the kid, Mr. Nation, in the motherfucking building. It's another nation hit. What's popping? Thanks for having you me. Know. Of course. Well, thank you for being here. You know, we have personal talks all the time, so I'm so happy to be able to honorably give you an interview and be able to, you know, dig a little deeper so people can understand you a little bit more and we can, you know, let the people know who you are and what's going on because it's time for them to know if they don't know that you know. If you don't know, now you know. You feel me? So let's get into this. So you, you, you have quite the accolades for your amazing work. And we here at Verse TV, we all dig that. Shout out to you for doing, for doing the damn thing. I appreciate so for, it. Of course, you know, you're doing an amazing thing, amazing job. Keep it up. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you got to know people support you out in these streets, and it ain't just me, that's funny, and there's other people too. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> for our audience out there who may not yet know where you're from, and um, let, let, just let them know where you're from, and then I'll, I'll continue on from there. Just shout out where you're from, let them know where you're from. I was born and raised in Dallas, Texas. Um, I spent most of my teenage life in Arlington, Texas, so that's pretty much my hood, ag town. You know what I'm saying? Hey, come on, come on, baby. Right. All right now. Listen, you got to represent the people. My grandmother, God bless her soul, my grandmother used to always say, you got to represent, you got to keep it real. So always, we always have to start out with that. So what is, right, you know Texas in the building. Texas in the building. So uh, what are three relevant segments of your origin story that you wish to share with our Versity family? You know, everybody has an origin, where they're from, and our origin, you know, there's stories about where you're from and how it made you who you are. What are three segments, three, three little pieces that we can take with us here that you're willing to share with us that, 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 that you know, being from where you're from has really, you know, made you who you are? You mean like pieces? Like pieces of your life. Like it could be moments in your life. It could be just anything that make from Texas that makes you who you are. You know, you talk about a lot of Texas stuff in your rap and you represent Texas. What about Texas makes you who you are? Three things. I mean, just, you know, like the Southerners all together, you know what I'm saying? You know, like, I mean, we just, it's just being cut from a different cloth, really, you know, it's, it's unexplainable. Okay, yeah. <laughs> but what I can say, like, you know, like moments in my life, you know, that, you know, um, that, you know, really, uh, you know, helped me I was or to know who I was or what I wanted to do. Um, my mom, she always loved music. Like she's always loved music. My dad has always loved music. In fact, my dad was the dancer. My mom was the singer. So um, I didn't know that. <laughs> she was, yes. Okay. <laughs> so it runs in the family. family. <laughs> I'm not gonna play with you, but yeah. But uh, my mom, she was actually on the brink of being signed, but she was actually pregnant with me. So, but I absolutely love music, and uh, my mom was really into the Jacksons, and 
um, what changed me, what changed me and made me say I want to do that was when I saw Jenna Jackson's Rhythm Nation 1814 and I, that made me say like, Talk about it. Do, feel me, you know, I'll let shit, bitch, I'll let, I'll let shit, but, um, you know, like that's one thing and, and then, you know, like, reaffirming that singing in church because I sung in church a lot with my aunt when I stayed mm-hmm. in Florida um, mm-hmm. and she always allowed me to do like leaves and stuff like that so that also gave me a taste of what it's like to be in front of people and it was just like really addicting mm-hmm. um, and just me and my sister always writing different songs to different commercial artist beats and performing for each other and performing for our family. I mean, so, I mean, this has been a, you know, like a, a long time coming thing, you know what I'm saying? So those, right. those well, are some things you, you can take away. You're practicing, you know, just reminded me, you said like your mom was talking with you. It reminds me of like Megan Stallion and her story, backstory about her mom was had her in the studio when she was recording and doing all kind of stuff and she was mm-hmm. doing it. So, um, you know, you know, Texas in the, in the building song, you know, out here to make it happen. So, you know, keep it up, friend. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, musician, dancer, and comfortably LGBTQ. May we call you a uh, personification of a triple threat? I mean, you definitely can say that, right? Because, you, you know, you give it all. Um, may you give us some tea from your perspective on the experience of being an openly bisexual artist? I mean, well, um, some some people in our own community would be gagged to know that I'm bisexual. They probably thought I was gay. Mm. Ain't that the motherfucking gag, man? Mm. <laughs> I'm drinking, I'll let me talk. I mean, I'm... I'm proud to walk in it. I talk about it all the time. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's nothing new. But then at the same time, it also gives people a glimpse or an open mind to, you know, you know, there's different kind of men out here. I'm a different kind they of are. man, baby. Different flavors. Just back around. We got 32 flavors. We out here. We got different right. flavors, baby. Kind <laughs> of man, baby. Yes, yes, yes. And just to reiterate some of some of that question about so you say your dad was a dancer and your mom was a um, was a music artist. Like, and so you being who you are now makes so much sense and you dancing and singing and you know doing the damn thing. Like it makes so much sense now. So you know, it, it's important to know where you come from and learning where you came from it helps to better understand who you are now. So um, oh yeah. So let's talk Prince Glow. Let's talk Prince Glow. Feel me? The choreography was intense and the melodic flow is quite catchy. Let's talk about it. That idea. What's about that song? We want to know. We want to know what you're talking about. Why that song? Why? Why that? I mean, like that song was just like a kind of like an anthem type of thing. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like some people took it like that. A lot of people that um, have heard the song, they said that it made them feel really confident. You know what I'm saying? Make them feel, you know, like like they have a Prince Glow or whatever. But I mean, but basically, you know, like what it is is basically saying I'm not sure a conventional type of man, but I still turn on anything, anybody. I still turn you on. Period. Ooh. Ooh. You a chick? 
I get you wet. You a nigga, I get you hard. Yeah, nigga. So, I mean, it is what it is. But some people, well, some people, you know what I'm saying? Oh, but is he looks so soft. Bitch, let that softness, it's soft, but it's not oh, soft. How about we talk about this? Don't let the, don't let the head fool you. Look at that head, oh man. Don't, don't mean that we're not men and we're not real men. Like, what's up? Talk about it, right? It's like, you know what? So on top of that, out of everything, out of everything when it comes to the music video, you know, including including the video on, on Prince Lowe, what did you mostly want to express with the lead single before the EP came? Right, I know you're getting ready to work on King. What did you want to express with them? What was your ultimate message? What did you want people to walk away with? Walk away with, with that song? Yeah. Is that what you just asked? Yeah. I mean, like, basically with that song. Like an underlying message. Like, I'm going to say the underlying message. Like, the underlying message of it. Like, what do you want them to walk away with? I mean, the underlying... I mean, basically, like, the underlying message is, you know, like, you you can't be defined by what somebody else wants you to be sexually. Like, whatever you like is what you like. You know what I'm saying? And stand... Stand all ten toes on that shit. Like, don't let nobody shake you. Like, if that's what you like, that's what you like. You know what I'm saying? And if you're good at it, you're good at it. Shit. But cool. don't be all hating on my parade because I like to have everything. That's basically what that song means. Like, don't hate on my parade because I like to have everything or I can't have everything. So you want to mm-hmm. call me, put me in a category or whatever that is. No, nah, I'm just like my nigga Prince. I got that glow. That nigga wear heels. He walk around on the stage flaunting, looking beautiful in a bitch, bitch. But got pussy yeah. for days. How many bitches is lining up so that Prince can hit, bitch? Sure yeah, okay. Even this is Prince, bro. Out, okay, he even had his ass out on the stage. Yes, Prince had all the baddest bitches all the time. All right, so y'all can y'all can y'all can cut that shit like y'all don't know y'all musical history. We had two androgynous artists that all your mamas and grandmamas was jumping over, bitch. And yeah, another one of yeah. those was Michael Jackson. He was pretty yeah. as shit, bitch. But y'all was oh, the bitch don't do it. <laughs> Let's talk about it. David Bowie. David Bowie <laughs> is another one. Y'all Come on. George, George Michael, Michael, Grace oh, Jones. Y'all, Come on, on y'all be forgetting. Boy George. Y'all be Freddie, forgetting. Freddie y'all be straight forgetting like we didn't have oh, African-American no, androgynous arts. It's crazy. Jimmy Hendrix. Yes, Little Richard, bitch. Yes, I was him for Halloween. That's no, personal question and like where we fit in. You know, like when we sit talking about categories and where we fit in, I'm gonna ask you a personal question. You and I, you and I talk about how we look sort of overlooking the LGBTQ community when it comes to the music scene and being a part of it. 
because we a lot of the stuff we do is mainstream. And so because we don't talk about certain things or do certain things, we feel like we're overlooked. Um, but we are LGBTQ. So can you talk about your aspect and what you feel about that? I mean, I'm like, I've, my stance has actually changed on it, but I do want to talk about how I felt at the time because I feel like mm-hmm. y'all know. So mm-hmm. I mean, like how I felt at the time was if you weren't like pro-LGBT, meaning you didn't have pro lyrics that cater just to LGBT, it's like you weren't really recognized. You know what I'm saying? If, you know, it wasn't really people that were, you know, either gunning for you or if they did know about you, you were just, you know, you were overlooked, unfortunately. But if it was something that was catered towards them directly, you know, then it's like, oh, you know what I'm saying? Now, my thing is, is like, I'm not gonna hate on nobody's parade. You know, I feel we all have our time, but mm-hmm. it's 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 really ridiculous to feel like a sector of LGBTQ successful, either recording artists or musicians or poets or writers that are so successfully in a world where, you know what I'm saying? they feel like gay doesn't fit, but we're actually doing it amongst people in the real world. Now, I'm not saying that the gay world is fake because, you know, you got people out there that's like, oh, he said the real world. What are you trying to say? We not got a real... I'm not saying that, sis. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, is that... I understand just like locally, there's artists within a zip code that are gonna be popular locally. You know what I'm saying? And I kind of look at, you know, um, the the gay sector like that. You're gonna have your artists that are pro-gay that everybody that is big within their sector, you know, locally or whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. But then there's a lot of them, they can't say that they've done some of the stuff that we have done and the right. type of things that we have done or the type of awards that we've received, talk about that the, type, the type of recognition we've received, it's, um, it's not by another gay person. It's by somebody that is specialized or master in the performing arts world, in the music industry, you know what I'm saying? To have those accreditations, but how do you be overlooked? You know what I'm saying? Because you're not, you know, on, you know, a reality show, you know what I'm saying, that propels you or you're not, you know, you're not actually talking about, you know, sexual encounters, same-sex sexual encounters, whatever like that. Mm -hmm. It's just like you feel kind of cornered, like you have to talk about these things to get their attention. But then my stance changed. Come on. So this is what happened. I don't give a fuck about what the fuck none of y'all like, what the fuck none of y'all want to do, what the fuck what y'all want to hear, what the fuck what y'all want to see, what the fuck what y'all want me to, to, bitch, whatever, okay? I know who I am, so I can only be who I am. And that's what's going to enable me 
in this in this whole thing. And I've been more um, true to myself. So I have been talking sexually, but I'm true to that. You know what I'm saying? I make sure that, you know, my lyrics are catered to both men and women, and I've been consistent about it. So now I'm doing what I felt like they were doing to get popular, but I'm just being myself myself. So, okay, yeah, mm-hmm. I get it, mm-hmm. got it. I got some twerk mm-hmm. shit coming out too, y'all. It's gonna be. Right at the same time. <laughs> shit ain't gonna be, I ain't gonna know what to do. Yeah, it's definitely your versatile artist. You can give a lot of different things, which I love because I'm a versatile artist too. You know how we give it up those things. So, you know, we're gonna move things along. Um, Real fast, and mostly, I just want to know about King first and foremost, because you're getting ready to release your working on your EP. So, so here at Verse TV, you know, everything is tea, right? So, give us the tea on King. What does it mean to the world? What does it mean to you? I mean, King is like still an embodiment of like who I am, which you know, I believe I'm a, a perfect balance of you know, masculine and femininity. Um, mm-hmm. and King, its spelling is Q I N G, right. And the reason I made it Q-I-N-G is because, you know, King is the male way to spell it, but then Queen is next to King, who's not a King. So, I mean, I put Q in front of King (laughs) (laughs) to symbolize both of them. (laughs) That's a Mickey type shit. She went straight to the, like, look, that's a professional shit. I see, I get it. Um, And thank you for that. Yeah, I put it together so that it can represent both of them. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I did not know that. That is so good. I just thought it was the Q and the LGBTQ. And you were trying to add a Q in there because of that. So you know, hey. hell no. Look, I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not saying that I'm not pro LGBT. But baby, this community does not motherfucking impress me that much to to be putting letters in their damn song because of them. They ain't did enough for me. God damn it. Now, when I actually see a return, Miss LGBT community. <laughs> <laughs> but we can talk about it later. Let's revisit this conversation on another time. Got it. I heard it. You won awards for your artistry. What key can you share with us about the awards that you have won? What was the question? You've won, you, you've won some awards because of your artistry. Can you give us mm-hmm. some tea about winning those awards and how's that been for you? One of the awards was the Verge Award and it was from the Black Music Awards and that's headed up by, and it was actually an award that's given by the president. It's actually for um, the artist that they believe is gonna be the next, one of the next big sensations. Um, And I've had the pleasure of receiving that award. I'm very thankful, shout out to Rick, shout out to, you know, Kenneth and Tech Entertainment Mm -hmm. in LA. They're actually in Los Angeles and Sacramento. Um, they also are the same people that gave me the opportunity to perform in Las Vegas at a resort. You know, so I mean, I've done shit. You know, but again, you know, I'm not, you know how we are, we don't boast. We just we just show. I feel like people know what it is. They may not say nothing, you know what I'm saying? But they know what it is. Hello? They know what it is. Whether they want to admit it or not, you know what it is. So They don't have to on. admit it because everything that they see be on point and on a level that 
they just like, oh my God, I mean, let's be real. Now, one of my visuals have failed and they won't, honey, they won't. But, oh, but shout out to those artists that are doing it out there, you know what I'm saying? Definitely making a, a big mark for the LGBTQ community like Saucy right. Santana, I really like him. You know what I'm saying? I think he is really, really dope. He's definitely shaking some motherfucking tables, bitch. Um, I like, I like uh, Candy. It's really good. It's your boy uh, Candy with the nails. Yeah, yeah. I fucking yeah. love her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I fucking love her. I fucking love her. Kid Ken and Deli Bo, they dope as shit. Yeah, I mean, so it's it. definitely artists out there that's popping though in the LGBT, and they fucking yeah. good, bitch. Yeah, Them names, nice. bitch, I just named, they fucking good, ho. Oh yeah, I love it. They good. That's Shout why out to you put me on to a lot name. of people. Right. Um, Shout out to all of them. You put me on to a lot of those people, so shout out to them. You know, they're doing their thing because if it wasn't for you, you know, I really wouldn't know about those people. So let's talk about you being a dancer too. You know what I'm saying? Like we talked about many facets of things. You being a dancer. You're an amazing dancer. Let's start with that. You know that already. Appreciate Where did that. you start dancing? And also, do you choreograph for other people? You don't know this answer, but they want to know. People want to know. When did you start dancing and do you choreograph for other people? I started dancing when I seen that damn Rhythm Nation video. I'm telling you. He is really a Jefferson thing, for real, in real life. If you don't know him, I'm telling you, I'm just saying he really is. Go ahead. Um, I was like six. Or no, seven. Seven. Six or seven. And, and, you said and, what, bro? So it's been, in your, it's been in your life since you were a kid. Like, it, like music has been in my life, so I get it. And, and so the people want to know, do you choreograph for other artists as well? I know this, but the people want to know. I used to. I used to. But then when you're an artist yourself, that's not the smartest thing to do. So, I mean, I actually, um, I, I keep my ideas in-house now. I give that to, you know what I'm saying? But I give the main choreo, you know, to a person that specializes in that now but yeah I used to I still work with step teams I still work with step teams colleges and high schools I still do work with them but like as far as um doing choreography for artists absolutely not but as far as choreographing like a, a team or you know what I'm saying or someone in the dance theater or something like that definitely yeah got it got it thank you for being very specific because you just went in there. You're going to go look at the videos now. I want to be like, oh, Monique, teach me a little one, too. He just said it, y'all. So if you don't get it, rewind it and, and press play again. He just said it. Okay, cool. So halfway through this, we're almost done. Um, from, um, from where did you choose your stage name? Where did it come from? Where did I choose to save me? Your stage name. Oh, I mean, that came from a, that came from a family nickname. No, I mean, like I was named Japan because I was, you know, uh, most people like Looney Tunes and Mickey Mouse and all that. I don't know. I didn't care about that. Like I like anime and I like martial arts. I liked, you know what I'm saying? Uh, my favorite characters on Mortal Kombat was Raiden because he looked like he was his ass was from Asia. You know what I'm saying? Like. I would just love uh, Asian-inspired stuff. You know what I'm saying? Um, I've always been that way. Mm -hmm. Pretty much. Pretty much. Um, okay. So, yeah. tell me this. Nation, 
Nation, that last name just oh. comes from the mother. That comes from Janet. Like of course. That, that's what, <laughs> you know, like that's what made me want to be Japan. Yes. That's what made <laughs> me want to be Japan. You know what I'm saying? So definitely um, I wanted to, you know, staple that to my name. Gotcha. I think that's the closest I to Jackson anyway. Japan Nation. Japan Nation, and now you guys know. So if you ever have any questions, you can always press play on this interview. <laughs> <laughs> what has been the hardest part about the work, about for you, about working in the music business? Uh, I mean, really just, you know, you know, trying to, really it's just keep it up with yourself because you have to top yourself all the time. You know, after you put out one song, you put out a video, you know, everybody's expecting for that next thing to be better. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's always going to be, you're always just as good as what your last effort was. So, hell, you just gotta, every time I come out, shit, I just gotta come hard. So basically the competition is yourself. It's hard. That's what's hard for me. You better come on and speak. You better come on and speak. Talk about it. It is. Um, and since and since we're talking about what was the hardest part, talk about what was the what do you love most about your work in the music industry? Huh? What do you love most about being working in the music industry? I mean, like what I love most about it is the opportunities, like especially when you have the pleasure to do um to be, you know, an artist in some of the opportunities that are like it's it's just hard for people to get in or hard for them to get books to do that or whatever and then you have that opportunity you know what i'm saying like it gives you those kind of you know um moments where it's like man you know like this is forever you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. so that's what i like about it the opportunity meeting new people mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying um advancement <clears throat> i mean because at the end of the day this is an entrepreneurship here. I mean, let's be real. You know, anybody that wants to be an artist or wants to be successful in the music industry, then you would know that you are an entrepreneur. Okay, you're coming into, uh, you you're coming in and you're turning in your resume to these record labels to see if they will hire you and give you a job. That's pretty much what you're doing. They give you a salary, which is your little budget you get. They give you a bonus, which you always fuck that bitch. And then you owe them money. Y'all know how y'all be doing. You know, but yeah, that's what that comes from. But I mean, but now the game is just changed so much. So with the independent yeah. shit, it's just about getting I'm it's just about getting, yeah, or well, just like getting, getting seen, getting seen. Yeah, you know I what I'm saying? I, I feel like, um, I feel like, um, like I've discussed before, um, you know what I'm saying? Um, like I discussed before, and anybody listening to this interview, definitely don't be offended by shit we said previously, because I told you my stance changed, bitch. So don't at me and don't inbox me, home. We can feel a certain kind of way, and then we can change our stance, okay? Mm -hmm. Now, going back, um, what I was going to say was, is honestly, bro, I've always felt like between me and you, <laughs> you know I don't care. So between me and you, you know what I'm saying? I feel like all it is is a platform. That's all we need. Right. Once right. there's a platform, 
that's higher than yours that'll propel you. That's all you need because that's all, you know what I'm saying. Um, some of the other artists needed. That's all they needed. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's I just needed I mean, something that was gonna put them out there so that they can right. be seen by a big audience. And bam. Yeah, I feel like it happened. Yeah, and some it of your happen. favorite artists like Saucy Santana. Yeah, they all they was on a platform. You know, Cardi B, she got on Love and Hip Hop. She did a thing. She's where she's at. Saucy Santana, he's been on Love and Hip Hop before, but I don't believe that's what made him. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But I think it's live on IG with with um uh City Girl, but anyway, none of my business. Um (laughs) what is the main thing that you want our verse TV family to learn about Japan Nation today? I be, you know, basically I'm a go-getter. And if I tell you I'm going to do it, it's going to be done. Mm-hmm. I'm fenced to shit on a lot of people in 2021, honey. I am so excited. Man. I'm so excited, like for real, you know what I'm saying? Because for so long, you watch people drop their shit and because you're building your catalog up and shit and you're just steady watching people drop their shit and you just like, man, I want to drop this, I want to drop it. Mm-hmm. But you're building up for something. So it's like, you got to stay on the plan, you know what I'm saying? So shout out to my team, my management, shout out to everybody behind Japan Asia because honestly, without those people, I would have probably dropped my whole EP and it, it's been no near where near time to do that. So, Damn. <laughs> Damn, Jenny. you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. So, I that, mean, they keep me grounded. They keep shout me grounded. Because I'm telling you, if it was up to me every day, y'all would hear a motherfucking song. Especially like with some of the songs I heard, I'd be like, damn, my song good like that. But I mean, I can't put the okay. shit out. Got to stick to that the be, You got to be strategic. Remember how Beyonce is. Got to be strategic, best friend. So, yeah. so tell me, what's next for it's Japan coming. Nation? Tell the people what's next. What's Japan next for Japan Nation? We got a motherfucking new single dropping at the top of the year in January. Y'all should expect to see the cover art here in the next couple weeks. I'm very excited. Um, y'all will see more promotion leading up to the single drops. And I'm thinking about doing a video, another video. You know, I always do videos for all my songs. So I'm thinking Absolutely. about definitely keeping that trend going and doing a visual for this one too. Um, yeah. And seeing if I could bring, you know, the same magic back for that we did on uh, Prince Glow, the quarantine version. So I'm definitely going to hit up my boy Vision. And see what kind of cool puts to this shit. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all better make sure you first of all go check that out, y'all. He's gonna tell y'all his Instagram and all that in a minute when we get there. Not yet. <laughs> we'll get there. But make sure you check it out. Make sure y'all check out and lit up his video. I was in lit up. I was in his video. I helped him direct that shit and make sure shit was right because that's what you do with the best friend. He's supposed to walk in and just be ready to go. And so I was like, whatever you need, best friend, I'm here. So yeah, make sure y'all check it out. Um and it's out there. And so um, one more quick question, and we got a couple of like, you know, key questions we ask everybody. Um, what's, the best, what's the best advice that you have ever received? The best advice I've ever received was from my mom. And she told me that you're different. 
and she was like, but be, but be the best different. As long as you're the best at what it is that you do and they can't say anything about it. Shout out to your mama. Shout okay. Out. Shout out to my mama. Yes. That was definitely what we did. So, she gave her baby a good old advice. And now you're sharing it with the world. Come on, Martin Luther King. You feel me? Sharing it All with right, the world. So, <laughs> so we have a couple questions <laughs> that we ask everyone. And so, what's up, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy, Troy Week Music. And if you're tuning in live now, you're tuning in to All the Tea with Verse TV. Um, this is our uh, special portion of our one-on-one interview with the uh, because you know we get to get a little personal, we ask all our uh, all our participants of our interviews these same questions, and so you know we like to get a little personal in the vehicle, just a little bit. So, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, first question is this: Japan Nation, my best friend. If you had all the money and power necessary, what would you do or change that you would feel would be most beneficial for the LGBTQ community? Mm-hmm. All the money, power. Maybe if we sure. had, uh, yeah. Maybe if we had our own currency, shit. Oh, currency! Talk about it. Okay, you would make. Yeah, currency like if we had like our own currency, and then we can support, you know, our community through our own currency instead of other people's money. You know what I'm saying? And you know. That would kind of we would kind of build our own little economy within an economy kind of shit. That's the answer. Come on, I like um, that. I've never heard that, and I've been doing this over. We've been doing this eighty week eighty five or eighty six. Correct me if I'm wrong. Everybody know it's about okay eighty six. Huh? It's week eighty six, so we've been doing this, and so I've never heard that answer before. So, wow! Shout out to you. Okay, cool. So number two is this. Get real close so you can hear this one. Okay. It's going to start with the quote, and then I'm going to tell you the question. The quote is this. Ask not where I live or what I like to eat or how I comb my hair, but ask me, what am I living for? In detail, ask me, what do I think is keeping me from living fully for the thing that I want to live for? And that's a quote by Thomas Morton. But the question is this. What is your goal in life, and what is slowing you down from achieving that goal? My goal in life is to be rich, bitch. And <laughs> and <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like have timeless music, you know what I'm saying? But I feel like what was standing in my way was myself. You know what I'm saying? Like after this whole, you know, like coronavirus thing, like you really opened my mind with us being shut in and opened my mind to bring the magic to myself. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, um, just really me. But now I'm just like, so I feel free and open. So I'm just like ready to just have at it. Just go full force, you know? Let's do it. Let's do it. Awesome. That's what I'm talking about. Period. Okay. Period. Yeah. So this is my most important question. I like we like to get into your business just a little bit. So this question is this: real close, real close. What is what is your deepest key? I.e., something that your woman um, to share with us 
but you've never shared on social media. Something comfortable enough to share with us, but you've never shared it on social media. I've never shared on social media? Never shared on social media, but something you're willing to share with us, your deepest deep. <laughs> what am I willing to share? People really don't know that People don't know that I have a sister. I never post her. Okay. Never. So you got but, a sister. Uh, sister me and my sister, we are very close. We're like best friends. And honestly, she's the singer in the family. I mean, I sing, but that bitch be singing, okay? <laughs> uh, and we used to write music together. You know, I actually miss those days. I mean, we've, you know, like, performed in front of our family together you know we've stepped on the same step teams for years like we've done a lot of performing our shit together and you know now she's a happy mom so and shout out to my sister shout out to tiffany love you love you <laughs> tiffany <laughs> yeah yeah so, but I'm very uh, private, so I don't share my mom. I don't share my sister. I don't even tell you I have those people in my life. I just feel like it's not your business. But I mean, it's okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Question number four, last two questions. What was your biggest stumbling block that you had along your path up, and how did you overcome it? My biggest stumbling block. In life, or uh, yeah, in life, or along the journey as an artist, and whichever one's the biggest block. <laughs> I say my biggest stumbling block was coming here from <laughs> Texas, coming to New York, and the reason I say that is because you know, like uh, the first two to three years was like really hard for me. You know what I'm saying? Like the first two to three years, I was homeless, and then I was actually. Um, then when I could afford rooms, I would, you know, do the rooms, you know what I'm saying? And then finally I found a job at a law firm and then having that job at that law firm opened me up to other law firms. So, but it took three years for that to happen. So the first three years, you're talking about, you know what I'm saying? Holes in the soles of your shoes. Those are the only shoes you got. You're talking about only replacing your clothes as you need because you know you are not stable. You know that you're not gonna, you know, remain where you are. So you can't just pile up clothes, right? You know what I'm saying? Or eating just pizza every day because that's all you could afford is a slice of pizza. You know what I'm saying? So that was like my biggest stumbling block because I come from a blue collar family. I've never had to experience that kind of poverty. I've never had to experience that until I came here. And mm -hmm. I was thinking all the time about going home, but I feel like that's gonna make me weak. You know, that'll make me weak to leave, you know, and to give up. So, but God worked it out for me. I was able to find a job, make a great salary. <laughs> I'm able to invest in myself. Absolutely. I'm very thankful because I have came through a lot. Amen. Of this. Amen. And I know some of those things I didn't know. So, again, praise God that you're able to still do what you love and make a living for yourself and follow your dreams. Amen. Um, okay, I'm ready to do this full time. 
We're working on it, friend. Step by step. <laughs> We're getting it. Step by step. Last question. What is something that you want to be left in your time capsule legacy for your work? When you live what is something that you want left in your time legacy for your work when you are long gone on this earth? Something you want people to be able to look at and say, oh, pay attention. All right, I got it. What do you want to leave with your legacy? I mean, honestly, I just want to leave, you know, like just a positive mark in a lot of people's life. I've, I've always felt like I was one of those people that, you know, could kind of change things just because I'm around kind of thing because you know like I'm, a, I'm really pure you know what I'm saying like really pure and although really subtle really strong you know and I'm able to take on so many people's you know so many people's doubts and insecurities and make them feel like they are secure or they can mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. oh yeah, and I'm knowledgeable as hell. I mean, I've always yeah. been a leader, so that's just what I like to do. I like to lead. Come on, come on, lead. Lead. Come That's on. why I ain't singing in no goddamn group. Cause I like to lead. Come on, cause I am the group. Okay. <laughs> oh God. Okay. So first and foremost, shout out to you and this Christmas tree behind you, ladies and gentlemen. If y'all don't know, he did that Christmas tree behind him right there. You know what I'm well, saying? Check it out. He got a video on his social media showing him put the Christmas tree together with his uh one very, very, very good friend. And so check it out. So tell people what can they find your social media to find the Christmas tree and all the goodness that entails Japan Nation. We on Facebook right now. So y'all can just put in J A apostrophe P A N Nation or J-A space, P-A-N nation, one of them. They'll come up, you know what I'm saying? I'm the only Japan nation that's uh, Facebook. You can go to my Twitter, it's Japan underscore nation, or you can go to my Instagram, just Japan nation. Or you can go to my website, japannation.net. See how easy all it is? Oh, that's so easy, Japan oh, nation. talk about profession now, profession now. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you again <laughs> for tuning in. Those of you live, um, get ready for uh, the show afterwards. But thank you guys so much for being here. Um, uh, thank you so much, Japan, for this interview. It was super dope, super amazing. I interviewed hundreds of people, and I had such a great time interviewing you. So I uh, think that was being fun. That was. TV. You didn't have to put me in my emotional bag. We'll talk about it. <laughs> but you know, no, we, <laughs> we did it. We got through it. You know, we did. We did. And he's gonna uh, be with us all week long. So people are feeling that he's gonna be with us all week long in regards to this, the way it's set up, not physically, but you know what I'm talking about all week long, the way we put it out. So um, again, thank you so much for being here. Um, at Troll Weeks Music on everything, at Verse TV on everything. Please follow us, check us out. Um, and uh, we love you guys. We'll see you guys again next week. And uh, stay tuned for more in the live for um, the show. <laughs>